Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. We're back with Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody to another episode and the Purim show because it's Purim this week here on Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller with my handsome host in the Holy Land, Matt Sucker. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody for tuning in. By the way, I will tell you, Purim is one of my favorite holidays, and it's not just because of the costumes and the alcohol. <sighs> I think you're lying. Okay, you maybe just because of the costumes and alcohol. Well. Anyway, listen, very excited. Li- well, listen, we have a little uh, – we've got some great stories, some Purim stories and other stories to talk about. But a quick weather update for Purim. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, it's going to be snowing on Purim. Wow. Very That's excited right. about that. That's in Yerushalayim. Right. That's right. That's right. In Jerusalem. In Jerusalem. That's right. And guess what? It's going to be a white Purim where all the Jewish kids can play outside. A white Purim, everybody. (laughs) Hi, (laughs) all. It's going to be 33. No, what did it say? Oh, it's going to be one degree Celsius. That's cold. I have to tell you, it's been freezing here, man. Like, cold. Yeah, I'm very ready for springtime. You know, it was. It's been like it's been like 50 degrees and raining. I haven't seen the sun in in a week. Ugh. Now you're going to anyway. see snow. We've got a great show coming up, though. Uh, got a lot of good porn stories, um, and also another update. An update from a terrorist from 9/11, which you will enjoy. That's a funny story. <laughs> He's getting out of prison. Woohoo! Thanks to Joe Biden. Well, I, I also have a really good update from uh, from Michigan in terms of anti-Semite, not anti-Semite. This one you're going to love. <laughs> okay. I can't wait to hear it. We're going to have a great show. Oh, and guess what? What? I just found out this week climate change is racist, so we'll talk about that, too. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Everything's racist. Everything. Oh, I can't wait to hear all about it. Well, listen, right after this break coming up, uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody, to lighten up here on Israel News Talk Radio in our special Purim edition. Purim! Hello, I am Walter Bingham. If you want to hear the news behind the news and the true perspective on world affairs, then The Walter Bingham File is the program for you. We bring you interviews with the movers and shakers, political commentaries, and on-the-spot reports of events as they happen. All here every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Israel Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And it's all archived on our website. Make it a date. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. Um, 
Matt Zucker, half the dynamic duo. Stephen Miller, my partner in crime on the other side of the screen. Hello! Hello, world! Hello! How are you? <laughs> it is really great to be back here again. I tell you, the weeks go faster and faster. And, Matt, and now, yes? No, I was, yes, they go oh. faster and faster, but I'm, I'm a little confused. Now, this weekend we had, uh, what is it, the daylight savings time. But in Israel, oh, right. you don't have that. So now the show where I am, it's 11 o'clock. With you, it's not 11 o'clock. It's the normal time for Israel. But all our listeners, all our great listeners who I love are all screwed up. I don't understand why Israel just can't do the clock changes. Not the you listeners have to be in different. Israel. Everything in Israel is different. They do nothing. Listen, I have to tell you something. One of the best pieces of advice I was given as an immigrant to Israel is don't compare anything to life in the United States and you'll be fine. I just don't, I don't know why. Listen, they, they, first of all, uh, no, we, we change our clocks usually a week after the United States. So we have, you and I will have like a week in the fall and a week in the spring where it's a six hour time difference instead of seven. But this spring, for some reason, it's a two week uh, period until we change our clocks. Great. So next and, week I got to tell my boss I going to be an hour late again he doesn't care these people aren't jews well <laughs> you're fired <laughs> only one more week i listen i i, I told you I, I think i have uh I, it's it's a leap year in the israeli calendar maybe it has something to do with that right mm. <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> i don't even know why we change the clocks anymore why do we still do that i don't know it really doesn't matter but happy purim everybody yeah Poor him the, if you got him. It's the Purim special of Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. Anyway, what are you going to dress up as this year? I don't know. I'm going to dress up as a uh, Covidian, branch Covidian. You're really going to go out like in a mask and surgical gloves? And, yeah, you know. branch Covidian. I'm going to pretend there's a virus attacking the world. Hey, uh, listen, man, I got to tell you something. It's, because of Purim, I I told you, right? Thank thank to the Ukraine situation, COVID disappeared from the news, but now it's the week of Purim, so the state has to start scaring everybody. Oh, be careful of your Purim gatherings. We don't want to see a spike in the COVID numbers. I'm like, these people do not want you to have fun. I can't stand people who do not want you to have fun. <laughs> ah! Well, listen to this. You're going to love this. Right here in the States, U here's here. <laughs> U.S. Jewish group warns Purim partiers against blackface costumes. See <laughs> now. So apparently, unless you're a Democrat politician, right? So exactly. So apparently, in the Hasidic community, there's apparently a big, big Purim costumes where the Haredi children in Borough Park they dress in blackface. Apparently, this is a thing. This is completely made up. It says here six organizations in New York and New Jersey tell community members to stop dressing up as racial stereotypes. And here's another thing: they also say halt the traditional hanging of Haman. During the holiday next next week, Why? <laughs> or this week, this that's week. The whole, that's, I know. What should they give him a, a medal? <laughs> it says a joint statement in English and Yiddish <laughs> from six Jewish organizations in New York and New Jersey. They're going around the Jewish community, basically knocking on their doors and saying, "Hello, uh, listen." <laughs> Just so you know, don't dress in blackface. Okay, <laughs> and 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 don't uh, and don't have any images of the hanging of Haman because it's 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 very offensive. 
It says the statement said to refrain from traditional hanging of Haman, the holiday's villain who tried to exterminate the Jews in the ancient Persian Empire. <laughs> but 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 the, first of all, first of all, let me just say and and our producer beat me to it. I have never, ever seen an incident of religious people dressing in blackface, not I even know. to impersonate Ethiopian Jews. OK, <laughs> So Zadie, like Zadie, the, guess is, what I'm going as? <laughs> George Floyd. So, hey, what happens if you wanted to be Bob Marley? <laughs> no, you can't do it. Right? You can't do it. Here they explain remember the it. Movie, to, remember the movie Trading Places? Remember the movie Trading Places? Yes, Dan of Aykroyd? course. Yes, yes. Dan Aykroyd had blackface on in that. I guess you couldn't redo that movie now. <laughs> well, here they're saying it says for many years, the KKK and other racist groups who murdered and lynched minorities used the noose or hanging dolls to threaten and intimidate our fellow community members and neighbors often do not know Haman's history and is extremely painful and sensitive in their view. So basically, because of our holiday, it's going to offend the black community. So, oh, how do you <laughs> let me tell you, get stuffed. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just unbelievable. Good, good stuff. Up your shorts. Listen, if you read the story, they hang Haman from a 50-foot tree. I know. <laughs> and they hang his kids. Okay? <laughs> they hang a bunch of people. It's a great story about not messing with the Jews. And I got to tell you, man, the Jews in your neck of the world, they don't really project strength, do they? <laughs> no. But uh, they, they, I just love how they're just knocking on the doors. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, uh, no, uh, no blackface this year. <laughs> no kids have ever gone out in blackface for Purim, especially ever. especially Haredi kids in Hasidim. <laughs> just, uh, it's just, it's just so funny. <laughs> Can't mention I, Haman. I, 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 Haman's I love, offensive. Not here. Not here. Not here. We talk uh, about the old Hamans, the new Hamans, and how they all need to get hung. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of uh, Haman, uh, guess who put out a tweet? Uh, the Ayatollah. Close. Barack Obama. <laughs> Did you oh, hear? Bro. Hey, I heard he's got COVID. That's right. I, I, I have. I wish his... him. I wish him a speedy recovery. No, I don't. Here, listen. This is from. This is his tweet. I just tested positive for COVID. I've had a scratchy throat for a couple of days, but I'm feeling fine other well. otherwise. Michael and I are grateful to be vaccinated and boosted, <laughs> and he has tested negative. It's a reminder to get vaccinated if you haven't already, even as cases go down. <laughs> so safe, safe, COVID. And effective. safe and effective. <laughs> The 21st uh, century Heyman has COVID, everybody. Oh, he's not the 21st century Heyman. There's people way worse than him. <laughs> I mean, he's not a nice guy, nor is he a good guy. I think he's actually like what you scrape off the bottom of your shoe, but he's not. He's not. Oh. I, I wouldn't go Heyman. Okay, so maybe uh, he's Achishverish. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wait, yeah, 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 yeah. so wait, I, I tried to uh, see another biblical movie. I wanted to watch a movie about Purim, so I tried to right. look for a Purim movie, okay? And I had some people from Facebook uh, recommend a movie called One Night with the King. Have you ever heard of this? Nope. Okay. I couldn't Sounds really racy. Watch... Sounds racy. <laughs> I watched some of Amina, it Amina. over a period of two nights, uh, but I got to tell you, first of all, it was 116 minutes long, 
Okay, there's no way I'm watching a movie over two and an hour, two and a half hours or over two hours. That is too long for any movie, even for the Megillah, even for Purim. But here, here's the interesting thing, Matt. First of all, I looked in the, the background of the film. First of all, no one in the cast was Jewish except for I found uh, the cinematographer. He was Jewish, <laughs> Stephen Bernstein. I wondered, boy, the, the cinematography is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but here, this is, this is the weird thing. So they had everybody from the Megillah, right? They had a Vashti. They had a Mordechai. They had Haman, uh, Esther. But instead of King Ahasuerus, they didn't have King Ahasuerus. You know what his name was? King Exerces. Exer Exerces. I'll spell it. King Ex Xerxes. Xerxes. Yeah. He's the he's well, you know, he was the the story in, in um three hundred. Okay, well okay. Ah, in the McGill our, says, our producer uh, you, are you, our producer who is way more learned than both of us put together says that actually that was him and it was accurate. That Xerxes was Oscar's wares. I what wish he I you don't have the chat up to you. I do have the chat. Yes, I am right, Stephen. I wish she. I wish she did not hesitate to turn on her mic and school us because I just got to read what she typed. Well, anyway. I'm thinking, why couldn't they just use Akash Ferris? Did he ever say, "Listen, if there's a horrible movie made about this story, my um, name Zerzi, is copyrighted. not Akash Ferris. <laughs> yeah, my name is copyrighted. You cannot use the actual name Akash Ferris." Well, I I didn't know what Exerces was. I only remember him from the movie uh, Three Hundred. You know, he was the Persian king who who uh, battled Leonidas. Oh, that sounds like a at the Battle disease. of Thermopylae. Yeah, sorry, no cure sir. for it back then. I'm sorry, sir. You have Leonidas. <laughs> That's worse anyway. than Zachary's. <laughs> so I couldn't uh, I couldn't really watch it. But then I tried to find another great Purim movie, which maybe you've seen. You know, Christopher Guest. Sure. Right. So he made a movie called. He's amazing. Home. He made a movie called Home for Purim. <laughs> Which is hysterical. I have to tell you, his movies are, are phenomenal. His they movies are, so are phenomenal. And I couldn't find it anywhere. So I'm sorry I couldn't review it. But I will recommend that movie, Home for Purim, by Christopher Guest, everybody. Watch that. I but mean, this... if he does it, it has to be good. Best in show. Uh, yeah, waiting yeah. for Guffman. Uh, yes, or... yes. It was great. But, uh, you know, well, thank you for, for our producer for schooling us. Yes, Stephen. Akashverish is also Exerces. I, not, I tell you, I wish I bipolar. Did he have two names? I don't understand why he has two names. I never heard of that. I mean, you know, now as a grown up, I wish I had paid more attention, more, more attention when I was a youth. I was I was a Hebrew school truant. You know, <laughs> I my attendance was not all that. Uh, well, and now sense. here I am, an ignorant 50 something year old getting schooled by our producer. <laughs> yes. You are very dumb when it comes to Purim. <laughs> <laughs> D-U-M-M-Y dummy <laughs> you dummy anyway so well alright fine so but the movie still whatever I couldn't really watch it it was too long and I fell asleep and then I watched it the next day and it was just the acting was terrible they did have Peter O'Toole who played Samuel <laughs> okay well I think it's time to wrap it up oh okay for this Thank break you. we'll be back in two minutes Hi, 
everyone. This is Andrea Simento from Jerusalem inviting you to drop everything and join me on my show. Pull up a chair. We'll visit this week's quirky stories, meet fabulous guests, and discover my Israel. Together we'll laugh, shout, and explain the topics that make us say, hey, we've got to talk about that. So get comfortable and pull up a chair with me, Andrea Simento, every Thursday on Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> okay, okay, it's time to be funny. Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up. Oh, man, our producer is like, she gets us going during the short breaks and then says, okay, okay, music's on, be funny. <laughs> Oh, be funny. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Hopefully, it will be funny. Uh, Matt Zucker here. Stephen Miller on the other side of the screen. Hello. The show is lighting up. Welcome back. The channel back. is Israel News Talk Radio. Welcome back. Anyway. Wow. To the Purim okay. special. Purim special. <laughs> That's right. The Purim special. Oh, I All forgot right, good. To- I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just because I forgot to mention at the very end where I got cut off. So Peter O'Toole played a brief role in that movie uh, where he played Samuel. Like one scene where he and and some of the stuff they did get right, where he comes in after King Saul didn't wipe out all the uh, uh, Amalekites, and he says that great line from the Book of Samuel. Then why do I hear the blood of oxen and sheep? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great line. They got that right, but uh, too long. Uh, that was uh, was that not was that not the scene that cost uh, King Saul's throne? Yeah, because he didn't listen to Hashem. But because it, he didn't it, listen to Hashem, and uh, he got he got his, and so did Jonathan, his son. That's right. And uh, <laughs> he didn't kill uh, the head of the king of the uh, Amalekites, King Agag, and that's who Haman is related to because he had compassion. He didn't want to hurt them. Why? I got him in chains. What do I got to kill him for? And he went into his Jackie Mason bit, and then Samuel comes in and says, you're supposed to kill him, and you didn't kill him. And so Samuel takes the sword, and I don't want to ruin the book of Samuel for everybody, but then this is the best part. The prophet Samuel, the holiest man, he takes the sword and chops off King Agog's head because King Saul was too much of a wuss to do it. It's the greatest scene ever. And if they made that into a movie, I would love it. Okay, Ugh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And that sets up all of Purim. There. Okay. Purim yeah. special over. No. <laughs> Purim special over. Now we'll get back to the stupidity of the world. <laughs> uh, I will tell you, you know, great thing. another great thing about Purim in the Holy Land yeah. is the humantashen, or as they're called here, the, the Haman's ears, are off the hook, man. <sighs> Haman's ears. <laughs> yes. Ozne Haman. Haman's ears, I guess. I don't know. Well, um, when I first got here, I remember, oh, I asked someone about humantashen, and it really looked like my three heads. Humantashen, what's that? They don't, they don't you know, say humantashen? No, it's I know what it is. Yeah, they don't say no, Yeah, yeah. Well, here they're changing it uh, here in Diaspora. They're, uh, now they're making stuff, something that's called uh, Achashverish Toes. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to eat Achashverish's feet. <laughs> Stuff your cheese. <laughs> oh, come on. 
Matt, what do you got? Right. What do you got? All right, listen, listen, I just have to, this, this, this caught my eye. This is a great story. A Michigan candidate for the state house uh, said that feminism is a Jewish plot to degrade white men. <laughs> Are you serious? Absolutely. Absolutely. The so, Jewish plot. Yeah. Why does everything have to be Ro- against the Jews? Robert, the guy's name is Robert Regan, or Reagan, Regan, uh, Republican nominee for a safely conservative state house seat in Michigan, has frequently reposted anti Semitic content and shared his own extreme views on Jews. So uh, he thinks that feminism is a Jewish plot, right, to degrade white men. I don't know why it's just white men, but okay. Don't I'm women like, want to degrade all men? <laughs> <laughs> you know, listen, uh, hopefully my wife's not looking, listening, looking, listening, because she hates this joke, right? You know why men die before women? Why? Because they want to. Hi, oh, if you're listening, you sorry, down to I don't hate that joke, but it's so funny. <laughs> but anyway, here's the best part. Yeah. So, so the guy got called on it, yeah. and he refused to apologize. And he says <laughs> he refuses to apologize, but he says he's not anti-Semitic. <laughs> I refuse to apologize, but it's the Jew's fault, and I'm not anti-Semitic. In fact, my it's best a friend is a plot. Jew. It's a Jewish plot to subjugate white men, but he denies he's anti. Semitic. Is he white or black? <laughs> well, it's a Republican in Michigan, so I'm going to guess he's white, but there was no picture. Oh, okay. And, well, I, and I didn't. There's, there's black Republicans. That's that's. Oh, of course. Well, what, of course I don't understand. Not... Why did he say this? Like, what? So did he give like examples of how it's the Jews' fault? <laughs> no. <laughs> of course not. Yeah, here's the best part. Like. People that know me, they know I'm not anti-Semitic. They know I'm not a racist. They know I'm not a homophobe. I got I got Jew friends and black friends and gay friends. Yeah. No, he didn't when say they, that. I, when I they didn't say, realize that. <laughs> when they say that, you know me. They know me. They, I have Jewish friends. Or that, that means, yeah, that means the opposite. <laughs> well, that kind right. of remi- that kind of reminds me of a uh, story. Uh, speaking of. Uh, Jew haters, and since it's Purim and Chaman and all that stuff, um, uh, where'd it go? <laughs> Here is a uh, uh, look at this. This is it's kill. You're killing me, Stephen. You're killing me. Ah, here we go. Um, so apparently, um, there is a. Do you know what Goyim TV is? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> There is a man, a uh, huge, rabid anti-Semite. Uh, he leaves. Uh, he, bla- he blames the Jews for COVID-19, and he leaves like leaflets stuffed in paper and plastic bags, and leaves and, and does like leaflet drops everywhere, blaming the Jews for COVID. His name is John Menadeo, and he started something John, called John, John, John Menadeo. Yeah, he called he started something called Goyim TV. It was co-founded by Minadeo. Here he is, a former waiter, amateur actor, and now a full-time propagandist who monetizes his website with digital payments by selling anti-Semitic, homophobic, and pro-fascist t-shirts. <laughs> but Donald Trump lost his account. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he does this little, like, I guess, local 
cable access show, right? I don't know. And it, it he he has this group, and guess his group is called the the Goyam Defense League, <laughs> which is very similar to the Jewish Defense League, but he calls it the Goyam Defense League. Uh, <laughs> where uh, they do crazy stunts like hanging anti-Semitic banners on highway overpasses, shouting on a megaphone to pedestrians that the Holocaust is fake. Hey, you, do you know the, excuse me, is this thing on? Is this, is the, does the batteries work? Hey, you, do you know the uh, Holocaust was fake? <laughs> and then he stands outside Chabad's <laughs> accusing Jews of being responsible for 9-11. <laughs> A waiter. Yeah, he was an ex-waiter. Oh, and an actor. And he started. All you need is a microphone. All you need is a microphone and a website to be an expert on anything. Yeah. I guess that includes us, too. Now, <laughs> I tried to find Goyam TV on my TV guide uh, because I, I thought maybe they for Purim they would. <laughs> they were going to show one night with the king <laughs> on Goyam TV. Actually, I was trying to find uh, Yentl. They were playing Yentl on Goyam TV. <laughs> That I get. What a guy. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Well, you know what? First of all, you know what? It's it's I find it interesting that like, first of all, that he calls it Goyam TV, because I think that the, the term now has sort of kind of like a negative connotation. But it's just a Hebrew word talking about the other nations. It's not correct. You know, I guess it's all in context. I guess it's like calling someone a Jew. It could be a good thing or a bad thing. Hey, you know, the guy's, the guy's a Jew. We're like, you know, that guy, he's a Jew. <laughs> Goyam TV. Goyam TV. You're like, hey, it's Goyam TV. Right. But if you say it like, like that, Goyam, then it's, hey, I'll yeah, tune in. It's nice. Hey, Martha Stewart. Right. <laughs> this week on Goyam TV, we're going to be beating up some Jews on this week's episode. <laughs> Must see TV. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, he's out of San Francisco, the Bay Area. <laughs> so he was, he was, yeah, he figures he was dropping leaflets all over the Berkeley area. So th the progressives were getting very concerned. Anyway, the progressives tend to not really care when Jews are picked on. They only like no. they only really care about dead Jews. All right. Well, he was also homophobic. I just you know the what? There's a, I could say there was that that happened in Florida. Um, I want to say Arizona, there were a couple of states all during the pandemic where flyers were getting sent out. Oh, um, yeah. I just love that it's called Goyam TV, and then he started the Goyam Defense League. <laughs> the, Goyam, just, the Goyam Defense League is classic. He rips off the Jews because there's, the, there's JLTV, and then there's the JDL, Jewish Defense League. I mean, he totally just steals off of the Jews. And then TV is actually I used to get that in the States. That's actually a pretty good channel. Yeah. Uh, so here's something for I don't know if you saw this um, uh, sort of Haman-ish, Haman-ish, uh, Amnesty International's U.S. director, you know, that worthless organization yes. that pretends to be for human rights. Yes. Uh, Paul O'Brien, this cue ball looking uh Effeminate looking sissy Mary. Yes. Uh, said that Israel has no right to be a Jewish state. <laughs> Hi, all. Geez, shocker that Amnesty International always comes out against Israel for everything. And the Just director of the U.S. Doesn't think, that, doesn't think that Jew Israel should be a Jewish state. What does he think it should be? Just, you know, another democratic state so that we could be outnumbered and, uh, and, and converted into, 
you know, just another dilute the Jewish essence of the state so that, uh, you know, the left, first of all, doesn't like religion. And they sure as heck don't like our religion. <laughs> That's correct. We're going to have to continue this in the next the next side. We're running oh, out of time. On. Only one more segment left. All right. Stay tuned, everybody. A couple of minutes and we'll be right back here on Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. <laughs> Shalom, I'm Leah Aharoni. Join me on my show, News from the Torah. Each Sunday, we'll use the weekly Torah portion as a prism for understanding the news today. Listen to News from the Torah to gain clarity about the times we're living in and to understand your own spiritual path in the process. News from the Torah, every Sunday on Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Israel News Talk Radio. Lighten Up, our Purim special. I'm Steve Miller. Yay! With my handsome host, Matt Zucker, our final segment. I just realized I'm such a dummy. I should have I had one of my Grogger noisemakers so that we, oh. I could... That's right. Oh, you're a terrible Jew. I could have done it, man. That's all right. Well, don't worry about it. I'm Listen, not the best Jew, but I don't know about terrible. <laughs> you, oh, please, you have a subscription to Goyim TV. <laughs> I wouldn't pay for it, but I would watch it. <laughs> right. I, I want to check out Goyim TV. I'll watch anything, man. You know? Oh, God. Well, here, here's a good story for you. So uh, here's the headline. Guantanamo detainee called the 20th hijacker of the 9-11 sent home by the Biden administration will get mental health treatment. <laughs> Where, but where's home? Oh, well, I'll tell you. So, uh, well, first of all, he was supposed to be the 20th hijacker, but he missed his flight on 9-11. <laughs> Obviously, right. He must have been staying out drinking with the, with the strippers and hookers too late. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's but what anyway, they do right before right before they go meet Allah and the 72 virgins. They figure what the hell they, you know, that's right. So uh, his name is Mohammed Mani Ahmad Al-Khatani. <laughs> These that's a names. Mouthful. That, that is a mouthful. In fact, his in, in prison, they couldn't pronounce his name. His nickname was just Manny. Yo, what's up, Manny? How you doing? <laughs> but anyway. So he gets out of prison. The Joe Biden administration let him out so he can go see a therapist because that's what he really needs. Um, so he got sent back to Saudi Arabia to see a shrink. <laughs> oh, my Lord. They're going to send him to Saudi Arabia to, uh, to see a shrink. No, I'm not. That's not even a joke. That's the truth. I know. That's what's so funny. They're going to give them the Saudi Arabia. They don't think he did anything wrong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's a hey, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Come on in. We set you up with the shrink. Yeah, yeah. right. So I was thinking, you know, I could just imagine what that first session would be like. So the shrink is probably just like, uh, you know, can you tell me, uh, hey, uh, Mohammed, can you tell me a little bit about your childhood? You know, it's like, well, I had a very typical jihadi childhood. I witnessed my father blown up, self inflicted, of course. <laughs> 
And then my mother was taken into slavery. But all in all, a very normal childhood. <laughs> oh, and uh, I was very upset as a child because in gym class, they never let me play Kill the Infidel. <laughs> and the shrink is like, oh, well, uh, do you still have hatred for the United States? Oh, yes, of course. May the infidels burn into eternity. But I tell you, I don't hate all Americans. Meanwhile, my Arabian accent is sounding very much like an Indian. <laughs> I don't hate all Americans. I love Joe Biden. <laughs> and I'm so grateful that he lets me lay on this couch in Saudi Arabia. But uh, back in America, we refer to him as a president houseplant. <laughs> I cannot believe they sent him home to Saudi Arabia and think that he's going to get psychiatric audiness. Yeah. <laughs> for therapy. In fact, I think the shrink is uh, Jewish. It's a Jewish doctor. Because, <laughs> right. right. hey, Joe. Totally, totally wants, believable. Yeah, you want the best therapist. You know the Jews. They're the best shrinks. Did you hear? Actually, um, you know, Saudi Arabia was in the news uh, uh, just the other day. They were? Oh, I didn't know. What's up? <laughs> oh, they had their largest mass execution ever recorded. What? What are you talking about? Yeah, they killed 81 people all in one day. <laughs> Who were the people and, and mass why? Execution. Oh, a variety of things. Um, uh, you know, uh, people holding hands with women they weren't married to, women drivers. Oh. No, no, no. You know, there was a whole litany of things. But, uh, you know, um, they uh, like some. Oh, I just. Close it. Uh, sugar boogers. Where did it go? Like, <laughs> sugar boogers. Sugar <laughs> boogers. I love that. <laughs> well, I'm trying not to listen. I, you know what? You know, I'm 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 on my path of re to redemption, and I used to have a kind of a profane mouth, and I try to uh, some of my curses. And sugar boogers one. Sugar boogers one of them. Yeah. Anyway, so no, they have um. Uh, there were like some people in charge of terrorism, um, theft, um, multiple heinous crimes. They were unspecific on that one. Anyway, 81 people. Crickets. Wow. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to cross the line in Saudi Arabia. No, no, you don't. Well, here's, uh, here's a story that I think you will really enjoy. It comes from my favorite newspaper. Matt, do you know what my favorite paper is? What's my favorite yes, paper? Yes, I do. I what do now. What is it? The Black Wall Street Times. Yeah! I Listen, love, I gotta I, tell you something. I gotta tell you something. If you're gonna use them so often as a source, you really ought to like subscribe and, and help support I, them. I do. There, I, I, get, I do. I do subscribe. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so here's their latest headline for this week. It says, police brutality, climate crisis, a double impact on the black communities. Here's an article by Erica Dubois, who blames climate that climate change is racist. <laughs> how is, um, how, do they explain? That? Yeah, they do explain. So I'm going to explain it to you. It's, it's, it's great. Uh, I love this paper. If anyone from the Black Wall Street Times would like to call in, I would love to talk to you because you guys are so angry all the time. You guys need to chill out. <laughs> but here it says black neighborhoods are more polluted than white neighborhoods. Christopher W. Tessum, a professor at the University of Illinois, noted that black communities face far more environmental concerns than white neighborhoods. <laughs> he doesn't. That's that's all he states. Um, but they do. Well, listen, man, I will tell you, I will tell you, I don't want to. 
listen, I don't want to set you off. A couple of things. First of all, you know, if it's a dirty neighborhood, who are you blaming other than the people that live in the neighborhood? All right. But I will tell you that, the, you know, and, and I don't think it's necessarily like black communities, but I know that in the States, poor communities wind up in areas that there are health effects. I mean, because, you know, no one puts uh, trash to steam plants in rich neighborhoods. Right. Right. <laughs> it just it just won't happen. But, the you know, so there's certain environmental factors that I think if you're. Uh, poor, not necessarily minority, but poor, because you know what? There's actually more poor whites in America than poor blacks. Right. But that's like a socioeconomic thing, not a race thing. And, and well, I, I, global I warming is hogwash anyway. Right. I understand that, but it's just funny because now the weather is racist. Black weather matters. Black weather matters. <laughs> but here they go. However, black, <laughs> black communities can, matters. That's right. Black weather matters because the weather is racist. Now look. How about black you, holes? Is that a, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah. What? Sorry, four minutes left. What is going on? <laughs> Do you see? Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay. She's preoccupied. She's got a lot right. going on. However, look, they tell you how to fight back. Black, however, black communities can fight back, uh, not just against uh, police brutality and the, and the effects of climate crisis. A study from the Human Rights Watch suggested here are the reasons how you could fight racist weather. Uh, maintaining a functioning mental health system, promoting economic development and opportunity in poor neighborhoods, and improving schools, providing after-school programs, okay, that will uh, cultivate productive talents from their youth. And it says black communities can also make environmental and social changes. Uh, and according to uh, this person, Nikea Pittman, uh, I don't know if that's a she or a he. It says <laughs> they're a supportive. Uh, they're a, she's a uh, structural biologist. I don't know what the hell the structural is biologist is. But they say a supportive scientific community uh, can help. We need collaboration in academia to tackle these problems. Black scientists can't carry the burden on all their own. <laughs> so apparently black scientists are figuring out how to fight the racist climate change. And it's too much of a burden for them. But those are the answers. That's how you can fight. And I'm just going to I'm just going to take a, a guess. And I think if you polled the average. Poor person, black, white, whatever you yes. and ask them where climate change, you know, ranks on their worry list. Yeah. It won't even make it to the bottom. It won't. <laughs> I, I agree. Think, I don't think those people, you know what, man, all like these elitists that push these agendas um, have no idea what life for like the common people is. Right. They don't know what it's like to live paycheck to paycheck in a small apartment. And, you know, especially after covid when they've ruined everybody. But, yeah. You know, look, hey, I got to tell you something. If you read the polls, look at look at where like um, black and Hispanic uh, voters are now going. They're running from the Democrat Party and all of their crazy uh, machinations of social justice and climate change and stuff like that, because everybody just wants their life to get better. They want the government to leave them alone. That's right. Leave us alone. Listen, Matt, I think we only got two minutes left. I think we're getting gypped off here because of the uh, time change. Do you know <laughs> gypped? Do you know gypped is a racial uh, is, is a racial slight? Really? Do you know that? Yeah, I learned that a couple years ago. Apparently, it's a, uh, it's a slight against gypsies. <laughs> we have one minute left, so I can end with a really goofy story, and it's, it has to do with Jewish entertainment news. Jerry Seinfeld. 
Guess what? He's making what? a multi-million dollar movie based on a stand-up routine about Pop-Tarts. <laughs> what the? Why not? Why not? He had a very successful TV show about nothing. That's right. And it's the movie's <laughs> going to be called Unfrosted. And it's about his first time experiencing Pop-Tarts. This Would you pay to see a movie about the origin of Pop-Tarts? <laughs> no. No. Well, apparently it's going to has a budget of $75 million for Pop-Tarts. Did you see his B movie? His B movie was pretty good. Yeah. Well, I don't care about Pop-Tarts. Maybe he's being funded by Goyam, the Goyam Defense League. Is I wonder if he movie. warms his Pop-Tarts. The guy have a thing about cold pop tarts. You don't eat cold pop tarts. You have to toast them. Oh my God! Oh, we're gonna have, we're gonna have to end on Jerry Seinfeld's pop tarts. <laughs> wow! 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 Purim Sameach, everybody! Happy Purim! Thank you so much for joining us uh, here on Lighten Up and Israel News Talk Radio, Stephen. Until happy next week. Happy Purim, everybody! I hope you happy enjoyed the show. Purim. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dax, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dax from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.